Google Podcast. <laughs> you know what? General sounds of cheers and joviality. Yeah, just yeah, fine. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and as you well know, you seasoned listeners, we here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and boy, do we love ten-minute plays. And over the years, we've had so many submitted to us that we cannot possibly produce them all, so we are bringing them to you here at the Best of All Possible <laughs> Podcasts in a cold read almost every week. <laughs> but uh, every week we have a special guest, and this week our special guest is my special friend, Edward Whitaker. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Yes, that's kind of nice. It's, it's like the tree of knowledge. It's the tree of knowledge, yes. I know too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ed, now, well, we're, we're at the point of the show where I ask you a question that is tangentially related oh, no. to the play that we were about to read. And so I want to I wanna ask you this. Um, I almost said something mean. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, do you have anything in your possession that reminds you or is from your childhood? Yes. Oh, Like, on me now? No, 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 in your possession, like, you know, in your, in your worldly possessions. Yes, I do. I, I'm trying to think of what that might, what, what it might be. Um, um, oh, I do, I do, I do. I have this, I have this really interesting, it's like a, a pitcher. It's mm -hmm. glass, but it's covered in this leather, this, this tooled leather, and it looks very Middle Eastern. And it's got a long neck with a stopper, and it's got a, a, a conical spout coming out in this bulbous bottom, so it, you know uh -huh. it's like one of these big oil things that you would you would you would pour, and as you pour, you'd lift it up way high, and you'd bring it down way low, and so it's very Middle Eastern, like a, okay. it could be a genie lamp. Okay, I have to ask you, how in the hell is that connected to your childhood? Well, because I got it in my childhood. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, I you got, got it in my childhood. Your childhood. I bought it in my childhood. In my childhood oh. fascination, I saw this and spent money on it and bought this thing. And oh, I still have oh. It. That's cool. <laughs> I, have very, I have so very few objects that are still like actually from my childhood. I think the only thing that I have that's mine is just this little like English-looking hat that buttons on the front, and it's the same hat that I wore in my very first play. <laughs> and it sat on my car uh, dash for a long time, and I was like, this is probably going to fall apart if I leave this here. So I put it in my room, and now I've lost it. I don't yeah. know. It's somewhere yes. in my possessions. Well, Ed, we are glad to have you here today. To read, we're going to read a play called Elephant by Bryson O. Boyd. And this is a two-person play, so joining us here today is returning guest Lizzie Thomas. Yay! Hey, Liz! So Liz, I would be surprised if you have something, if you don't have something in your possession that reminds you of your childhood. I don't know how I can follow up with the genie lamp, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's pretty uh, good. Yeah, no, the, the first thing that comes to mind for me is books, you know, books that I've kept, um, mm -hmm. either that I, I bought, or most of them I think were books that were given to me and that, you know, just falling apart now, so. Do you have, <laughs> do you have a favorite? Yeah. Oh gosh, um, there's, there's so many, for some reason the mm -hmm. one that's like, Popping up in my brain, I guess it's because it's one of the oldest ones, is the Pat the Bunny. Did anybody else ever have that book? Pat the Bunny. Yeah, Pat the is Bunny. it fuzzy? It's, like the yeah, book is fuzzy? it's like it's a little uh -huh. book, and you like open it, and there's a little bunny, and you can actually pet no. it. It's really cute. I yeah, remember I did not purchase that. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> was but that before Scratch and Sniff, or is that, that after Scratch and Sniff? Yeah. Fuzzy That's the voice of our stage manager, Rachel West, everybody. Hi. So, 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 so,
I think that might be one of the oldest ones. And I'm that's amazed cool. that it's still yeah, actually great. staying together. The spine um, all coming yeah. apart and everything, right? <laughs> the, <laughs> the duct tape well, today we're going to read a play called Elephant by Bryson O. Boyd. Uh, and there are, as I said, two characters in this play, and these... Uh, uh, these two actors don't know the characters that they're going to play, although I imagine they've probably figured it out by looking at it now, because there is woman and man. Mm. So uh, wow, they are both described intense. as 20s or 30s. So uh, Liz, if you'd be so kind as to play woman and Ed, you. if you could be woman too, <laughs> uh, man, please, Ed, if you'd be so kind. Isn't that what a man is anyway, really? Woman too. That, well, fair, fair enough. Ooh. That's right. Sorry. The old... 18th century phrase. I'm not really sure if it is 18th century oh, or not, gosh. but the man is the head of the household, but the woman is the neck. I've heard that many <laughs> that's times. My big factory is it? Yeah, it's my big yep. factory. Are you sure that's? Well, if you come to Colonial Williamsburg, yeah. oh, I should say, if you come to a large living history museum in Southeastern Virginia. <laughs> This podcast is not sponsored by Colonial Williamsburg. However, if Colonial Williamsburg would like to sponsor this podcast, you can reach me at robert at panglossian.org. Once again, that's robert at panglossian.org. And you will spell it if you need to. Listen, we'll, we'll, work, we'll work out the money details later. Lauren, our sound tech. Yeah, right. Get on with it. Okay, so uh, I am going to read the stage directions here today. Uh, as usual. So, once again, uh, we have woman who is in her 20s or 30s, man who is in his 20s or 30s. Ladies and gentlemen, Elephant by Bryson O. Boyd. At Rise, a woman and man talk. But you know, I just... I know. But because but she was... I know, but... What? Because when I say it... Yeah? I don't know, it's... You know... I suppose. Really, I, I just... Actually, I... Yes? I can't talk about Please just read later. The email? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay, fine. Fine. Amir said something today. Oh? Something about the baby. Wow, it's getting close. Very. And I guess Lauren is worried because it's breach. Oh, no. I know. Very scary. It is, you know? Because anything can happen. What do you mean? Like if her water breaks early. Oh, very true. And it could just start and go quickly, because everyone's like you. Not everyone's like you. No. <laughs> Sorry if No, I... it's fine. That was a good day. Yeah. Painful. Long. <laughs> but good. Do you remember I got those chips for you? Chips. No brand, just chips. Mm. Do you remember how? That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> just everywhere. Everywhere. And they even me. They did. <laughs> that redheaded nurse told you about the girl before you, before... Yeah, she did. Who are, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and even though hers was Taco Bell and yours was just chips. It ended up everywhere. Just the same. Yes. Well, you don't think off-brand chips would do that to you. Ice chips. Yes, I, I suppose. Tell Lauren ice chips. So that means... Yes. I don't think I'm... No. She'll understand. My mom will, too. I'm really happy for Lauren. I just... I understand. It'll be hard for me, too, to, to go, to, to see it all. It will. Different hard than yours would be. But also the same. I guess. I know I've... Stop. No. I know it's been difficult for you, too, since... Stop. It's been selfish of me. 
to ignore you and all this. You haven't. You've just no, been... No, it, it's not an excuse. I don't ever want to use Dharma as an excuse. That's not what I'm... I know. But she's not. Me and you, us. It wasn't just what happened to Tasha. I know. It was everything else. But that doesn't mean I stopped caring. I never thought you did. I feel like I did. Because we both lost. Yes. And it will take time. I know. And Amir and Lauren, just talking about them and... Sorry I brought it up. It won't be. You're going to be an uncle. And you an aunt. Well, not, not really. Not anymore. Uh, it doesn't matter. You will be no matter. Thanks. Lauren will be good at it. Well, she was a good aunt. She loved being an aunt. <laughs> yeah, so good with Daja. Very. <laughs> Even up to the pink elephant she gave her. We kept that, right? Yes, or somewhere. Good. Daja loved getting that. <laughs> it's the only thing kept from that room. I know. I remember. Everything else seemed too hard to keep around after. Good thing the rest of us was... The rest was mostly just flowers. People like to bring flowers. To pile them up? In... Those situations. Yes. They think they'll help. Or wish they will. Yes. I wish they helped. Me too. It's pink. The stone? Yes. They say the white letter showed up well on the pink. I haven't seen it in person yet, though. No? Tomorrow I'll go over there. I I think I'll be ready to by then. I can go with. Work isn't... No, the it's okay. Not, you know? I think I want to go along. Are you sure? It's really I'm not that sure. And the photo of her in, in the tutu? They fit it right above her name. Oh, good. It ended up costing a little more, but I just charged the difference. You know what? I, I could have... No, it's fine. We agreed when you paid for everything during it all. This was my present to her. Well, I'm sure Daja would have loved it. For all these months... Seeing the plaque they put there for free made me feel... I know. Me too. I thought being able to afford this and replace that would finally... I know. And getting the email this morning, mm. they finally put her stone in. I thought it would take this away. Yes. But it hasn't. No. I don't think it can. I realize a part of me doesn't want it to. I'm happy for Lauren... Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I, I, I was, were you going to say I'm happy for Lauren and Amir? I, I was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking that. I, I knew you were thinking that. Why don't we take it back, uh, Liz, from your line? I'm happy for Lauren and Amir. <laughs> but he said it's for <laughs> I'm happy for Lauren and Amir. I am too. But I'm so scared for them. <laughs> I know. I am too. Lights out. Oof. <laughs> wow. All right. So um, we're going to move into the part of the show now where we're going to have a brief discussion about the play that we just read. And as, as usual, I'm going to start with our first impression. So uh, Ed, as our very special guest, <laughs> uh, I want to start with your first impressions of the play. What did you think? Anything, uh, anything offhand? Uh, as in reading it and doing it, and it being a cold read, wondering where it was going. And it was really interesting to, I imagined being the audience also not knowing that and, and discovering it as it goes along. Mm -hmm. you know? So my first impression of it was, my first impression was these people were talking about an experience they just had or had recently. Mm -hmm. 
and then as it and so you know and there there was there seems like some excitement to it or some you know uh, some intimacy to it and excitement because yeah. of that intimacy and and uh, and then when you start to figure out what's going on it really tones it down and I imagine yeah. my and this is that's not really it's an impression as I go along I imagine that feeds the the um, the performance of this because that's probably what naturally happens mm -hmm. I mean I, I know they know what they're talking about already mm -hmm. but I think it's kind of cool to see the arc of that where it's excitement as it gets deeper and, and, and deeper. right you know? so, right I don't know it's not, I don't first impression that was an ongoing impression to the whole thing so sure. that's what I was thinking as I went along. yeah that's great Liz yeah very very similar that kind of wonder of ooh, where you know where is this rabbit hole gonna trip down into next but uh, I thought the intimacy was just really lovely I mean it's just very powerful in its simplicity and moments like that um, where my impression was that if someone has been lost there's this presence that's no longer there mm -hmm. um, you know it's usually when you have two people who have on some level sharing that same loss you know it's words don't really matter anymore and it's, it's actually quite funny how silent that sort of understanding can be I guess I, I don't know if you want to call it grief or whatnot but but again that understanding can be so I mean to to so wonderfully put it into just such a few pages and yeah. that depth mm -hmm. like Ed was just mm -hmm. talking about I mean that, that it's, it's that's really nice it's I'll, I'll say you know just like Almost every play that we've done on this podcast, I read this at home on my couch, and I thought, I thought, this is this is pretty well written, yes. and I like the style of it. Oh, it is. But listening to it out loud, uh, what you get is that there are some very almost chilling moments of silence in it yes. that are very difficult to mm -hmm. get through. Mm -hmm. Even just on you know a cold read with you guys, you know, looking at these words right. for the first time. Um, which tells me that there's a very strong rhythmic bass. There is, yeah. there is that in in the lines. Uh -huh. um, I, I, I'm going to come back to that here in just a minute, but I want to ask you about the set for this play. What kind of set does this play need? Does it need a set at all? Uh, I'll I will prompt this by saying that when I when when I uh, see this, I almost kind of see uh, this is going to sound funnier than I intended to, but the old Oh, are the Apple commercials where the two silhouettes are facing each other? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, duh, ot, dot, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, or, but almost, I mean, some, Sesame some, Street. Or, or is this Sesame company. Street? <laughs> <laughs> my company, only reference yeah. for that, by the way, is Family Guy. So, fuh, <laughs> at, fast. <laughs> Just so we're clear about that. But, yeah. Um, oh, the classics, Robert. I know, right? <laughs> but um, that, that, is, that is to say, you know, I, I, I get the impression that some, some even harsh lighting with sharp edges around just two people in an otherwise empty space, a void, if you will, uh, if you want to be a little more heavy-handed with it, mm -hmm. uh, could, could work out very nicely for this. Do you have any thoughts about that, uh, Liz? Uh, I mean, I think it you know, could go um, one of two ways, but it has to be very decisive either way. Um, to, to have that space very well defined, to have, well, have, to have the set very well defined for these people to be able to breathe and kind of let that silence hang. So it could have, I don't know actually what that means, but here we go. So it could mm -hmm. have, a, <laughs> that mm -hmm. makes sense. It could have that very stark space, but I almost wonder too if it could be in a very um, saturated, you know, I mean, I'm picturing like the room 
of the person who is no longer there, whose mm. presence, you know, is just kind okay. of laying there. And it's just so saturated. Maybe with those flowers, maybe mm. some of them are dying, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the toys, all of the books or, or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, everything is just packed because it's like, okay, they're no longer here. So their entire identity has been put into this one space. And it's either very claustrophobic or also very comforting mm-hmm. in a way. Um, That's neat. So, and I think that could be really interesting to explore in the silences as well. That's cool. So, so that would be on the on the um, the set and dressing heavy end of it, mm-hmm. because. But what what you made me think of there was whatever it is. I, I do agree it needs to be a defined space of some kind, whether it's by lighting or yes. or structure yes. or something. But it has to be a place of intimacy. So yes. whatever it is, uh-huh. it's got to it's got to exude intimacy. Yeah, I don't think a chem work is just silhouettes actually. Okay. Because I think we need uh, I, we need something enclosed. That we're spying in on, that the okay. audience is spying in on, and um, yeah, and I wonder if a like coffee shop, yeah. the enclosed, it could almost you know is this intimacy, and I, I think it could shift throughout the play. You know, moments of you chosen intimacy of I want to be a part of this with you, but also forced intimacy. If uh-huh. I have no choice but to be a part right. to walk this path with path right. with you. And, even though I want to get the heck out of here, so it's like yeah, um, yeah. I think everybody wants to walk out of this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but but you can't. Yeah, um, there's no way. You, yeah, you can't. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think that the writing style does for the audience, those who are receiving what's happening here? Um, Ed already mentioned the arc as we come to discover throughout the play exactly what's happened without them ever saying what's happened, which mm-hmm. I thought was 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 really nice. Um, but. I'm thinking more along the lines of how how quick the repartee is between the two, finishing each other's sentences, those kinds of things. Does mm-hmm. the, what does this do for us? I, I I'll say for me, you know, something like this could very easily start to drag uh, with such what we know is eventually going to be a heavy material. Yeah, and, but I, and I don't think that's the no. The I don't think fault so. The way it's written, it's yeah, fault. yeah, no, it's yeah. You're right. You need, you would need to. I, I think the way it's written, uh, the structure of it is really really. Quite brilliant in, in in terms of the content is is something that you would hear between two people who already know what they're talking about, um, and it allows for you to find different rhythms and you know even though it's got beats built into it in different mm-hmm. places which you you could also play with the tempo of the repartee back and forth so it, it's 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 it allows you to play with it it's, a, it's, a, it's something you can interpret like a musical score in a lot of different ways and, and make it all work. So I think it allows for that. That simplicity of it allows for that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, for clarification, I don't think that the play drags at all. I was yeah. saying oh, that yeah, with, yeah. With, with such heavy oh, no. material, it very yeah. well could mm-hmm. uh, could drag, but yeah. it absolutely does. You play the emotion too much. Yeah. 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 Any yeah. thoughts on that, Liz? Well, I think um, that's another part of the brilliance of the, the play is that it is so deftly written, as it were. I mean, it, it, it balances. As far as being in the audience, you know, it balances that. It understands that the material itself is already going to be kind of packing a wallop as it were so it, it's very light almost you know it's it's not clubbing people over the head with do you get it do you get it do you get it but it's very inviting of you know inviting, you can, yes. yeah you can come along with us as much as you want but we're not going to force this on you we're not going to mm-hmm. give you all the gory details and the power of suggestion is far more powerful i think than you know just Explicit. I mean, the, well, it certainly idea, works yeah. here, doesn't it? Yeah, right? but I think it's this is a wonderful example of, you know, subtext, obviously, but also the power of suggestion being far more powerful than let me describe the entirety of it to you, like certain, you know, 
stage directions or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, know, would, I really appreciate that, too. Playwrights that I love, um, past and present, who it's like, oh, my gosh, the entire paragraph or page sometimes of a stage direction. But it's that. He walks in with a tear in his exactly. bright collar. Exactly. Like the acting notes within the stage direction. So, yeah. But, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a tangent. Well, you know what, y'all? Uh, that was a, that was an awesome read. And we want to make sure that we thank Bryson O'Boyd for his yes. great play, <laughs> Elephant. Thank you very much. And we want to make sure that we thank Lauren Watkins and Zodiac Productions. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you get a new play from us every week. And uh, we will... Dang, I'm, I need to write this out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Y